and welcome to another episode of A Rambling Podcast with Another Bloody Critic. I am Another Bloody Critic, Adam Schultz, and I'm joined this week by Patrick Schultz. Hello. Uh, so this week we're going to be talking about Edgar Wright movies later on, which is really exciting with Baby Driver coming up next week. But before then, uh, we're going to be reviewing a little movie that came out this week, Spider-Man. Just a little movie. Yeah, yeah um, I think it broke box office records in its opening day, something like that. Anyway, so Spider-Man Homecoming is the newest entry into the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the first solo film in that universe for Marvel's most iconic figure. (coughs) Tom Holland portrays Peter Parker, an awkward teenager who just happens to have recently teamed up with the Avengers to fight Captain America's band of rebels in Captain America's Civil War. This leaves him restless when he returns home to New York, with his days split between thwarting bike thieves and leaving countless messages on the phone of Tony Stark's assistant, Happy Hogan but his job becomes a whole lot harder when he stumbles across a gang of bank robbers using alien technology, left over from the events of the first Avengers movie. Soon, Parker finds himself embroiled in an elaborate black market scheme that threatens every resident of his beloved New York. Like most Marvel films, this movie features an array of top-level talent. Tom Holland returns to the role after Civil War and solidifies himself as perhaps the most relatable of the on-screen Spider-Men combining the wisecracks of Andrew Garfield with the awkwardness of Tobey Maguire to create probably the most comic-accurate Spider-Man. He's joined by Marvel regulars like Robert Downey Jr., who's doing his usual shtick as Iron Man, alongside other regulars such as John Favreau and Marisa Tomai. Meanwhile, newcomers such as Michael Keaton, who creates one of the MCU's most well-rounded villains with his portrayal of the Vulture, And other newcomers include Zendaya, Donald Glover, Jennifer Connelly, and in a wonderful psychic role that will surely be a breakout for him, uh, Filipino-American actor Jacob Patola. So much of this movie just works exceptionally well. From the opening score, which features an orchestral rendition of the classic 1960s theme song, this film went hard for the nostalgia buttons and it never once assumed that we didn't know the story of Spider-Man already. There were no drawn-out scenes of radioactive spiders and no Uncle Ben tragedy. It just went straight for the Spider-Man we know and love, and that was brilliant. After all, we've seen the origin story so many times now, it makes Romeo and Juliet look like a rarely told story. This Spider-Man was the best written version we had on screen. And Marvel have overcome their handicap of having often pointless villains, such as uh, the character Ronan the Accuser in Guardians of the Galaxy, by really putting effort into Michael Keaton's character of the Vulture. And the humour was marvellous, if you'll excuse the first pun. There were small niggles with the film, for me. Uh, The conflict itself was rather shallow, with the effort being placed on the individual storylines and the rest being used as an excuse to continue the story. Uh, Parker spends more time overcoming his need to constantly impress Tony Stark than he does dealing with the threat of the Vulture. And the main issue I have with this movie is that it is a combination of two genres, a superhero movie and a teen comedy slash drama. And both of those genres have been done better already this calendar year alone. Better superhero movies have come out in films such as Logan and Wonder Woman. While if you want a teen drama, you'd be hard-pressed to beat the incredible and criminally underwatched Edge of Seventeen, starring Haley Steinfeld. Honestly, if you haven't seen that yet, it's probably out on streaming services by now. Do yourself a favour, see that one. 
Uh, these are surely minor quibbles, but it just prevents this Spider-Man from becoming a complete masterpiece of the genre rather than just a very, very good movie. That said, I highly recommend this movie to all super fan hero fans. It's another success for Marvel and for the genre. Um, what were your thoughts? Having all sorts of memories. Um, I thought it was fantastic. I had a really good time watching it. Um, as as we said before, compared to the other Spider-Man, it's just like phenomenal on on another level. Um, mm. Yeah, compared to the other Marvel movies, I found it. It was even more light-hearted than a lot of them. Um, yes. Well, aside from maybe the Guardians. Yeah, um, they've sort of gone further down that track, which I, I do like, actually. It's, um, it's nice and refreshing having a, a nice action movie that's not um, not just sort of explosions and cool things happening all the time, which is nice. If you shout, out, shout out to you, Michael Bay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still haven't seen Transformers, and I'm kind of glad. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's, um, you sort of covered it all, really. Yeah. Um, There's yeah. nothing you sort of, nothing. What stood out? Looking out, what was what was the standout? Um, the way they explored, um, again, don't want to spoil anything, but um, Spider-Man's suit and made that a lot mm. more in-depth, I found pretty, like, quite cool. Um, mm. Yeah, because Spider-Man basically, well, he got his suit in Civil War, so it's not a spoiler. He got a suit from Iron yeah. Man. So it's got all these gadgets and gizmos inside yeah, exactly. that you, we've not necessarily seen from a Spider-Man. Yeah, and the whole um, development of that as it went through. Again, yeah. I'm not going to spoil anything, but that was that was kind of mm. nice to see. Yeah. <laughs> um, and again, Ned's role in that was was pretty funny. It added a nice like, nice touch to it as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that was okay. So we all agreed Spider-Man was probably really fun. What I want to ask, have you seen many of the superhero movies this year, apart from that one? I think so. <laughs> have you seen Logan? Yep. Wonder Woman? Yep. Guardians? Yep. Where do you rank Spider-Man amongst this year's oh, superhero movies? Um, have you reviewed Wonder Woman yet? Yes. Okay, so I'm allowed to talk about that. Um, personally, I didn't find Wonder Woman on the same level as um, a lot of the Marvel movies. Um, I know you gave it some really great positive reviews and that sort of thing, especially compared to the other DC movies. Yeah. Um, and so would I, but yeah. com compared to those three that you just listed, I'd put Wonder Woman at the, the bottom of the list. Yeah. All right. um, just because I found it a little bit lackluster. Um, that's just me though. Um, Spider-Man, I wouldn't put it above Logan in terms of cinematic experience. Um, they're both very different movies, though, targeting very different um, mm. um, different styles. Um, and Guardians, I'd probably, I'd say Logan in terms of cinematic masterpiece, I'd put it as number one there. Mm. And then Guardians and Spider-Man, Guardians 2 and Spider-Man sort of on the same level, I'd say. Okay, well that's interesting, because my list so far this year, I mean, for the first time in, well, I can think of a long time, we've had four that I've liked in a year. <laughs> we, we generally get about six to eight of these damn things a year, and normally I like about three of them max. Yep. Uh, this year we've gotten to four, and I've liked all four of them, yep. which, you know, well done, industry. 
Now my order, my order is a little different to yours. I've got Logan, Logan easily sitting at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, then I've got Wonder Woman. Then I've got Guardians Volume Two, and then this one I still liked it. I liked it a lot, but um, it's sitting on the bottom of that list for me. Okay. And I also wanted to because uh, when I used to do this as a blog, um, people used to quite like seeing the rankings of some of these franchises. So um, I'll tell you now in terms of the MCU, where I rank this, I rank this one in eighth place, uh, which puts it firmly in between Doctor Strange above it and Ant-Man below it. So, you know, both of those movies, and Spider-Man as well, they're, they're good movies. They're not blowing anyone out of the water. Yeah. They're just, they're okay. just good. Yeah, cool. So um, ranking them there, and for I'll post onto Facebook. I think I'll post the full list for completionists who want to know. <laughs> really want to yeah. refresh on where the Incredible Hulk sits in that list. Yeah, <laughs> head over, <laughs> head over. Give the Facebook page a like, and uh, that that list will be there. Yeah. So um, I think I think we've uh, covered everything we can cover with Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Want to give it a score? Um, four. I give it a four. A four. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm giving it. I'm actually giving it a higher score. It surprises me. I think you're more critical of some of the other movies than I am. Probably. Um, <laughs> I'm giving it a four point two. Okay. There you go. Seal of approval. Go see Spider Man if you're one of the three who haven't already. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well it's been out for two days, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. No. Um, I I was going to go on Friday night, and the queues were too long, so I went on Saturday. I think everyone's seen this movie, but if you haven't, go see it because it's worth it. Alright, cool. And welcome back to a rambling podcast. Uh, we're still sitting here, it's still me and Patrick. Hello. Yes, uh, so for those of you who tuned out or uh, decided to click, in the middle of this video, uh, that's who we are. Hello. <laughs> uh, Again. Yes. So uh, the next part of this uh, podcast, we thought we'd talk a little bit about Edgar Wright. Um, I guess one of the more unique filmmakers that have been. So there's not that many, really, of filmmakers that are have their own unique vision these days. A lot of them just sort of do the studio thing. Mm. Right, and then trying to get the big movies yeah, when they yeah, come Trying to get Star Wars in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Though some people do their own vision and do Star Wars. Mm. Uh, shout out to Lord and Miller who got sacked for having their own vision of the Han Solo movie <laughs> just the other week. <laughs> I haven't heard about that. You have to tell me about that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Phil Lord and Chris Miller. They were the directors of the Lego movie mm-hmm. and also 21 and 22 Jump Street. Okay. And they yep. were going to do the Han Solo movie. And apparently it wasn't Star Wars y enough. So Lucasfilm sacked them. Yeah, I'm not sure about the whole 2021 20, <laughs> Jump Street to Star Wars connection. Mm. Yeah, you, know, you know, the last one was directed by the guy who did well, Godzilla. Okay. <laughs> it's still a little bit more sci-fi, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But either way, uh, Edgar Wright. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> one, one of the more unique filmmakers. And there's not many of them. As I said, you've probably got Edgar Wright, you've got Chris Nolan, you've got Tarantino, and that's about it. Yeah, I mean, no one else has really developed. Oh, some of the some of the newer ones, I suppose, are 
but Edgar Wright sort of really has that unique vision. Yeah. And he's got a new movie coming out next week, uh, Baby Driver. Mm. Uh, have you seen trailers and marketing for yep. Baby Driver? Yeah. N- interested in the? Um, I wasn't at first because like, oh yeah, it's just another another crappy action movie. But then I actually have watched the trailer and was like, hang on a minute. Yes. This has a fantastic cast and actually looks really funny. Yes. Um, <laughs> also, shout out to one of my mates. I won't say your name to not embarrass you, but I know you're listening. Um, Kevin Spacey and Kevin James are different people. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was chatting about this movie with someone, and he, he got very—he was very amused at the idea of Kevin Spacey playing a mobster. I'm like, why is that so amusing? And he's like, it's a big step up from Paul Blart Mall Cop. Uh, no. <laughs> No, that's not Kevin Spacey. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, so, you know, like, Jamie Foxx, Kevin Spacey, uh, John Bernthal, John Hamm. Mm-hmm. Huge cast in this movie. Yeah. Really looking forward to it. There'll be a review next week for this one. Um, for those of you who have been following this podcast for a while, Saxon's back, round three with Saxon. So. Yay, Saxon. Yay. Um, you've never met Saxon. I don't think you've even listened to one of these bloody things before coming on. Um, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we thought we'd go over some of Edgar Wright's past filmography, talk mm-hmm. about what we liked and didn't like. Yep. Um, so I know there's at least one which we disagree on okay. quite severely in this oh, list right. yep. Yep, yep, yep. of okay. movies. Um, we'll start with the ones he's directed. He's written and produced a few, and we'll, we'll touch on them, because uh, despite being quite a well-known filmmaker now, Edgar Wright really hasn't directed that many movies. Mm. Um. His first one was, according to Wikipedia, a 1995 film called A Fistful of Fingers, which has never been released on home video. So uh, we haven't seen it. We weren't lucky enough to be at its one screening at the Prince Charles mm. Cinema in 1995. Yep, so, so uh, next. Next. <laughs> next we get to uh, 2004, which the first of the Three Flavor Cornetto trilogy, which I know you're a big fan of. Yeah, uh, good fun. Yes. Uh, the first one was uh, Shaun of the Dead, mm-hmm. obviously a parody of the zombie movies, mm-hmm. uh, starring Peg and Frost, as all of these Cornetto trilogy ones do. Yep. Also a hugely funny uh, supporting cast. I think you had uh, people like um, you had Martin Freeman, you had Bill Nye, you had Dylan Moran. Yep. 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 That was yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember the first time I watched that? It wasn't yeah. actually that long ago. Um, yeah. And I was just like, hey, it's Dylan Moran, but this got even yeah. better. Yeah, and according to Wikipedia, also Matt Lucas as Cousin Tom. So, good okay. on, good yeah, on Matt cool. Lucas of, of Little Britain fame. Uh, okay. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. Also Doctor Who fame now, so well done to him. Yeah. Um, but what's your thoughts on Shaun of the Dead? Uh, Shaun of the Dead. I really enjoyed Shaun of the Dead. Mm. Um, yes. I think, yeah, as you said, having such a great supporting cast behind it yeah. really... I mean, I mean there's, some, there's, there's lots of lines in that movie which have... I mean, this is the sign of a really watchable movie is when, they're, um, when lines from that movie become a meme. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Follow that on. I'm not sure where you're, where you're um, going. So there's, there's a couple of memes out of, out of this one. There's, um, we'll go to the Winchester, wait oh, for yeah. it, have a pint, wait for it, it'll blow over. Yep. Um, I saw that meme a lot the day Donald Trump was elected. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And also, just like the most quotable line, I think, uh, you've got red on you. Okay, yeah, yeah, of course. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, did that originate from there, though? Or did yeah, just that, that originated from there. Okay. You've got red on you. Because that was the joke, wasn't it? That he, uh, he, in the 
early scenes, he was in this job and this red pen leaked on his shirt and everyone said, you've got red on <laughs> you. And then later in the movie, he's beating zombies across the head and getting covered in blood. And people are like, oh, you've got red on you. Yeah, <laughs> just carrying over as, as they yeah. do in those movies. Yeah, but no, very funny movie. Mm. Um, zombie comedies. There's yes. another big one that came out sort of a few years later. Zombie Land. Yeah, you're talking about Zombie Land? Okay, yes. yeah, cool. Which one do you prefer? I think I like Shaun of the Dead better, mm. um, but that doesn't take away from Zombie Land at all. Yeah. I really enjoyed Zombie Land too. I might be <coughs> controversial here. I think Shaun of the Dead's a better made movie, mm-hmm. but I think Zombie Land's a funnier movie. Okay. It might be like I saw Zombie Land first because mm. um, I hadn't really discovered the Cornetto trilogy at the time. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it was the first of the Cornetto trilogy, so it wasn't really a trilogy then. Yeah, I. Hmm. I don't know. I just yeah. There was a lot more one-liners, I think. In, yeah. Um. In Zombie Land, like yeah. the whole Twinkies thing, and yes. I, like, it was it's such and an the, old movie. I'm not going to bother about yeah. not spoiling things. And the, the, the Bill Murray. Yeah, and Bill Murray <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, d- I think the whole, the way that it, that Shaun of the Dead um, then becomes part of that trilogy, though, I really mm. like and. Yeah. some extra extra flavour yeah. and that sort of thing watching yeah. it back now extra flavour shout out to Cornetto <laughs> um, sponsorship please yeah. um, <laughs> we'll move on to the next of, we'll just go through the Cornetto trilogy I think in order mm-hmm. here and then we'll go back and fill in the gaps afterwards yep. um, next one was Hot Fuzz one of my favourite movies I think I think this is my favourite of the Cornetto trilogy I yep. think it's the funniest yep um, again featuring uh Peg and Frost in the lead roles, as they all do. Um, another hugely funny, mostly British supporting cast. Uh, you know, you've got a, you got uh, Jim Broadbent, you've got Bill Bailey, you've got. <laughs> Nobody yeah. tells me nothing. Yeah. I'm just going through the. Uh, oh, it's got Adam Buxton in it. I forgot he was in it. Stephen Merchant, David Bradley, uh, Bill Nye, Martin Freeman, Steve Coogan. Mm-hmm. These casts are like they're the best of Britain. Yeah, That's exactly. What they are. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah. it had to be ex- like for Hot Fuzz to work in the setting that it was in, it had to be exceptionally British. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was, and it's it's just hilarious. Like small town, like we've seen. This is the thing with movies. We see a lot of small town America, but what yeah. we got with this was small town, small town, no, Britain. small town Britain. Which, if anything, is slightly loonier than small town America. Yeah, it's almost like those <laughs> like picture perfect um, sort of test villages that they use for bloody mm. nuclear bomb sites. Yes, yeah. sort of thing. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I I really loved Hot Fuzz. I think I mentioned Hot Fuzz a couple of weeks ago. When if you go back and listen, the week where I talked Will, Will Ferrell movies. Mm-hmm. So I said, if I'm in the mood for a sort of buddy comedy, buddy cop comedy movie, yep. I mean, it's always either Hot Fuzz or the other guys. For me, <laughs> other ones yep. I go straight to. Yep. Big fans of both of those movies, and Hot Fuzz just. Yep. Yeah. I think. Yeah. What, you, what about you? Do you? Uh, I love the way that it really built up because mm-hmm. I'm assuming everyone who's listening to this has seen. If you haven't, pause. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you so haven't, spoiler alert. Yeah, it's um, on. It's on Netflix, isn't it? 
Yeah. Yeah. Pause. Yep. Head to Netflix. It's come the, back. The one of these three on Australian Netflix. Yeah. Um, but I, I really like the way that it's quite slow at the start, mm. even with like funny one-liners and that sort of thing dropping every now and then. And then as it really ramps up towards the end, all these same jokes keep happening in different contexts and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And we see that a little bit in Shaun of the Dead as yes. well. Um, but the way they did it in Hot Fuzz, it just gets me every mm. time. Man. Like Even if I've seen it like a week before and then I'm watching it again for some reason, odd reason, mm. um, I still laugh at everything. <laughs> so Yes. Yeah. Uh, we'll go the last one of the uh, the Cornetto trilogy. Mm-hmm. It is. It's not a bad movie, but to me, it's my least favorite. Of yeah, the trilogy, it was which is the world's end. It's the weakest of the three. Yeah, I think. to me, what it seemed like was the problem was that Edgar Wright had done such a great job working with the studios making Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz, yep. and they just gave him free reign to do whatever he wanted in World's End, and it w- no one really pulled him back from some of the sillier sillier elements of that movie yep I mean once again not a bad movie mm. uh, brilliant cast once again best mm-hmm. of British uh, Simon Pegg and Mick Frost surprise surprise yep uh, <laughs> um, you've got uh, Martin Freeman again Rosamund Pike who um, Pierce Brosnan David Bradley Bill Nye again uh Shout out to to Rafe Spall, who I'm, I'm not sure who he is, but uh, he's been in all of these movies. So, <laughs> shout out to Rafe. Um, <laughs> okay, who was he? I feel like that's worth. It's worth looking that's up. Worth looking into. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. He's only in small roles in all of them. Okay. In, uh, in cameos. In World's End, he played young man. Okay. Cool. Um, Wonderful. He was also in. It's probably one of the uh, yeah. the louts in the pub in Hot Fuzz. Yeah, I know. He Something was on like that. Yeah. He was in what was he in? Prometheus, Life of Pi. Okay. Oh, he was in Life of Pi but he was replaced by Toby Mag- uh, replaced Toby Maguire in Life of Pi. So Okay. He got he got Spider Man sacked. Bring it bring it around <laughs> full circle. Full circle, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Good day. Oh he he's f- currently filming on Jurassic World two. Okay. So cool. Well can't wait for that. Yeah. Um anyway. World's End. Mm. Just a bit silly at the end. I thought. Yeah. Um, it sort of snowballed. Yeah. 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 Had some funny moments, but weakest, weakest of the three. Yep. Um, featuring an alien invasion and a, and a pump crawl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not the sort of things that you sort of, um, you tend to associate. No. But and, um, and full marks again for uh, originality. Yeah, exactly. That's something that's missing yeah. in cinema, and that's what Edgar Wright brings. Yeah, is originality. Um, but yeah, not not his best of that trilogy. Yeah, I think there are a few scenes in there where I'm just like, uh, yeah, this is weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you want to be laughing, not just going, oh, that's yeah. that's odd. Yeah, yeah. Um, a good drunk movie, I think. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. You know, watch it on your pub crawl. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe um, it's designed for that. <laughs> uh, no, maybe that was the point. Maybe we've all been doing it wrong. <laughs> um, so they're the three main ones that Edgar Wright has directed. He's only directed one other movie. It's a movie I quite liked. I enjoyed it. You didn't. No. Um, do you want to? Do you want to go first? And it's always fun to rant on a movie. So, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. 
Um, I haven't seen this for many years, and what I did see of it, I got through, I think, about half an hour to 40 minutes of it, and then I turned it off. Um, the style of comedy in it, um, for me personally, I just didn't like at all. I don't know if it was just because I was quite young when I saw it as well, mm. but all my memories of that is just that it's so silly and so over the top. Oh, it's over the top. No one's going to argue yeah. that. Um, it sort of reminds me of, what's that bloody, what's that ABC show on at the moment? Um, oh, the, uh, the Runny Cheng. Yeah, it sort of reminds me of that style of thing. And that, to me, just isn't funny. Like, I just look no. at that and think, yeah. yep, that's cool. I'm going to go watch something else now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Ronnie Cheng for being in the middle of good shows that we want to watch. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> Thanks, Ronnie. <laughs> I mean, power to you if you like that sort of thing. Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. I mean... Yeah, not for me. I, I didn't think it was as silly. I mean, the way I look at it is Scott Pilgrim vs. The World is one of the two really good video game movies mm. that we've gotten so far. Okay. That's the way I look at it. It's an arcade video game. What would you call the other one? Uh, Wreck-It Ralph. Okay. Which, ironically, neither of them based on video games. <laughs> mm. uh, movies based on video games have not been I mean, successful. that being said, I haven't seen Assassin's Creed. No. It's, yeah. And I hear good things about the Witcher movie coming out. The Witcher? Oh, they're doing a Witcher. Or that might be a TV series, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's a Netflix thing. Oh, that's TV, yeah. Okay. Well, that could be good. I know they're doing... Yeah. They're working on Lara Croft. I thought Tomb Raider was initially a movie anyway. No, it was initially a game. Okay. It was on the N64 or something back then. Yeah. I just and then it was, it was based then off it was, a movie to begin then with. Then it was an Angelina Jolie movie, which wasn't great. Yep. And now it's a, uh, another movie. Okay. Mm. So that's fun. Yeah. Uh, look out for Tomb Raider. We're not talking about Tomb Raider, but yeah. we are now. <laughs> tangents. <laughs> tangents, yes. <laughs> that's the point of a podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah, we've got tangents. We've spent last week all the tangents were, how much does DC suck? <laughs> well, you could talk about that all day. We could, and we often have. Uh, but no, I I liked it. Um, I'll talk a bit about it because yep. I liked it. Uh, so you've also made it through the whole movie. Yes, which helps. Yes, really fun cast. Um, a lot of people that people forget were in this movie. I mean, the two leads are Michael Sarah, who he's hit and miss for me. Yeah, he's he, good in Zombieland. Yeah. I'm not sure about this. Yeah. He was just doing the Michael Sarah thing. Yeah. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead played his love interest. She's always a bit of fun. Um, not sure if you've seen much. She's been. She's one of those actresses that's been in everything, but no one really knows who she is. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the other actors in there. So much fun. Some of these actors. You know, you've got uh, Chris Evans, Anna Kendrick, Brie Larson. You know, some really fun performers. Um, yeah. Brandon Ralph, uh, Superman. So they got Superman and Captain America in this movie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, they've uh, they've done much better things since then. Yeah, Jason Schwartzman. Yeah. No, wonderful movie all round. I thought. Okay. Thought it was a lot of fun. We'll agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. <laughs> I mean, you might have more more supporters than I do because uh, this movie famously made hardly anything. Yeah. At the box office. Um, I remember there was one select niche group of people at school yeah. that really liked it. Yeah. And like, sort of peer pressure me into watching it. And I was just sitting there thinking, why am I doing this <laughs> the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, 
still yeah. pizza, I think. Oh, there you go. <laughs> what, a, what a fun night that was. It wasn't bad, actually, once I stopped watching Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> so those are our four movies that make a right. Mm. We've been doing rankings all day. Uh, yep. I think it's pretty obvious what your ranking is from the way you were talking about them. Yep. Um, <laughs> mine would be about the same, so I'd have Hot Fuzz on top, Shaun of the Dead just below. Mm-hmm. I think I'd swap Pilgrim and Rob then, though. Okay. Mm. Yep. So. so I'd be the same, but um, yeah. yeah, Pilgrim so last, Rob yep. Dead third. So, I mean, uh, directing isn't the only thing uh, uh, Edgar Wright's done. Mm-hmm. He's also produced and written and... Um, there was a movie that he was supposed to direct uh, a couple of years back, which we will touch on. It's a Marvel kind of day. Mm-hmm. And that was Ant-Man. Marvelous. <laughs> yes, yes, marvellous indeed. <laughs> Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. was meant to be directed by him. He pulled out because uh, Marvel had different ideas to what he did for the movie. Um, ended up being directed by someone else whose name I forget. Uh, Peyton Reed, his name was director um okay director of such classics as uh bring it on down with love and yes man yes man was all right no it wasn't well (laughs) more notable than the other things you just listed off let's put it that way (laughs) uh bring it on was bring it on wasn't bad okay i haven't seen that yeah you probably probably using your style as a cheerleader cheerleader thing um yeah but no ant-man you can kind of tell though watching the movie the bits of Ant-Man that were Edgar Wright's original thoughts okay I think one thing which is quite notably an Edgar Wright addition to this movie is uh, Michael Peña's character Lewis mm-hmm. who uh, he has that storytelling technique yeah yeah I <laughs> it's, like, it's like my yeah. cousin's brother said to <laughs> <laughs> was talking to an old lady at the shop, and she yep. said that her nephew's grandson's next door neighbour was doing this. No, uh, yeah, yep, yep, yeah, yeah. And that was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was good fun. Yeah, <laughs> there was that, and there was there was things in the movie which was so obviously Edgar Wright as well. Um, uh, Michael Douglas carrying around a, a shrunken tank as a keychain. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, Thomas the Tank Engine breaking a house. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep flying through the window with his eyes moving around yeah <laughs> yeah no that was that was fun the entire the entire train sequence where they're miniature yeah. and on a tiny thomas the tank engine track yeah. <laughs> and the occasional so, cut yeah. out to the wide view it's just yeah. this, this little train going yeah <laughs> so obviously edgar wright, but i think i mean there was a lot of panic with that movie i think when edgar wright left okay because it was this idea all oh, now they're going to be rushed and I mean, good thing to not panic in those situations. I think it turned out okay. Yeah, it I certainly was. It. it certainly wasn't Marvel's best movie. No, it was. I think because like differing themes and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Yeah. Um, he's good. Don't get me wrong. Um, he doesn't really scream Marvel at me. If that makes sense. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Um, he. I, be fair though, he worked. I liked him in Ant Man. He worked mm. super well. I liked Civil him. War. I liked him in the movie. Um, yeah. And he worked super well in Civil War. Yeah. I thought just fanboying over Captain America. Yeah. And then his great interactions, going full circle with Spidey. Yeah. You know the whole. Uh, hey, you guys seen the uh, that really old movie Empire Strikes Back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I, I quite like Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. He'll be there forever. I yes. Imagine. We've already got a sequel to Ant-Man lined up. Which, yeah. But no, that was the only other one. He's um he's written a few movies. Um, so, uh, Edgar Hatwright, not Paul Rudd. Uh, he, uh, the main one that he's written without directing has been um, The Adventures of Tintin, which I don't think you've seen. No. Uh, Spielberg directed, Peter Jackson produced, write, co-wrote it with um, his regular co-writer Joe Cornish, mm-hmm. who wrote co-wrote all the Cornetto trilogy movies. Yep. And also directed a movie on his own called Attack the Block, which I'm not sure if you've even heard of. It's a very small movie. First movie to feature uh, John Boyega, actually, okay. who played yeah. Finn yep, yep, yep. in Star Wars. Very, very um, off-the-wall movie. Um, but no, Tintin, and the other co-writer, obviously, with Tintin was Stephen Moffat. Shout out to all the Doctor Who and Sherlock fans, mm-hmm. you know, who probably most of them hate Moffat at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Oh, he, he's a controversial man. Okay. Um, he writes circular storylines and gets very in-depth with mythology. People okay. get annoyed because they want to watch one Doctor Who episode every three years and they're like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. It's good for the diehard fans. Yes. Um... Anyway, he's also done some acting in cameo roles. I just want to brush over these. Mm-hmm. They're movies. He would have had some role in uh, working in them. Um, he was in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Now, that's a favourite of both of ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played the Deep Thought Technician. So well done for that. Um, he was in Land of the Dead, which I've never heard of. Oh, that was terrible then. Okay, I won't watch <laughs> it. Uh, he was in... I think... He was in Son of Rambo, which mm-hmm. I've never heard of. It's not like actual the Rambo Rambo. Yeah, that's what I thought of when you said no. that. Um, well, there you go. It came out the same week as Hot Fuzz, and according to uh, the poster of this movie, it has a quote from a cr- uh, critic on it that says, this is the funniest British film since Hot Fuzz. <laughs> in the last three days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no movie funnier has come out in that period. Uh, <laughs> well done. Um, no, the only other one really is Sing. Yeah, he he voiced Barry, so good. I've not seen yep. Sing, but I'm sure Barry was great. If anyone wants to write in, tell me who Barry was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were talking about Sing just before we started the podcast, mm. um, and I just let out this giant big yawn as soon as he said it. Yeah. Figured that probably sums up what the movie is like if yeah. people reports are to be trusted. Oh, <laughs> come on, it's an Illumination movie. Yeah. That means you get a minion short at the start. Oh, even <laughs> better. Because we all like minions, don't we? That's Banana. Hey. Anyway, that basically wraps up Edgar Wright. <laughs> um, looking at the time, that will probably do it for this podcast as well. Hmm. So, okay. thank you for popping in and joining yeah, this no, week. No problems. Yeah. Right. yeah, been good. Um, I'll be back next week as I always am uh, we'll be reviewing Baby Driver which I'm, I'm really looking forward to that mm-hmm. and um, we'll also be talking World War 2 movies ahead uh, of Dunkirk it's hitting cinemas soon so uh, hmm. okay. keep an eye out for that yeah cool be on next week should be fun yes and until then uh, thank you for coming on 
There was nothing you wanted to plug? Um, nah. Nah. No plugs from him. Uh, you can follow me at a bloody critic on Twitter. I promise I'll log in one day. Um, <laughs> until then, see ya.